trigger warning, this podcast contains a deep discussion about grief and loss, which some listeners may find distressing or upsetting. So please listen with caution. Thanks for joining me for a rather special episode of the Just Checking In podcast. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by Event, a place where everyone, but especially men and boys, can open up about their mental health issues, break down stigmas and start conversations. I'm your host, Freddie Cocker. As you may know, each pod, I usually check in with a special guest. However, on this episode, there will be no special guest. This episode will be dedicated to a very special man who is sadly no longer with us. He was my best friend at an organisation I previously worked for, and his sudden and unexpected death sent shockwaves through the company and broke the hearts of so many of us who loved him dearly. He was my mate Matt. Me and Matt joined the company on the same day, along with another close colleague called Sonam, who you'll hear from later on in this podcast. Me and Matt instantly bonded over music and football. He was a die-hard Arsenal fan, but had a knowledge of my unfashionable team, Huddersfield Town, that made me let my guard down and confirmed to me that he wasn't one of those snobby top six fans, in inverted commas. The Monday morning after the best day of my life, when Huddersfield Town beat Reading on penalties in the Championship playoff final and reached the hallowed Premier League, I sat down at my desk, fit to bursting, still high off that magical day. Matt was the first one to congratulate me, whizzing up to me saying, I bet you're bloody buzzing this morning, mate, and then asked me what the day was like and all the emotions around it. It's one of the memories I treasure most, and it sums up the kind of man Matt was. Whoever it was, he would always listen to what you had to say and listen to you intently. We also bonded over our massive love for music, in particular black music and genres of black origin. We would always send each other our favourite new tunes over WhatsApp and we'd have deep conversations about it the next day in the staff kitchen. He loved telling me things like, Fred, I was at those garage raves when So Solic were playing, you know. And every time he walked past my desk in the morning, he'd shout out one of his favourite patois ad-libs from reggae or sound system culture. I won't attempt the accent here, don't worry, but you can imagine what they were like. Any time he needed to actually talk about work or he needed to ask me to do something for his team, he'd always do it in the nicest and politest way possible. He'd make it sound like just doing your job would be doing him a favour. Matt was only in his mid-30s when he died from a tragic cardiac arrest. I'd been speaking to him the day before I went on holiday. I told him I was going to Dimensions Festival in Croatia and he just replied, mate, you're going to have a sick time there, I'm so jealous, and asked me to tell him all about it when I got back. I promised I would, but unfortunately... I never got to keep my end of that promise. I came back from that summer holiday, the only one I've had in the last five, six years, and I received a text from a very good friend in the office saying he had passed away. At first, I thought it was some kind of sick joke. I thought that my mate was engaging in some dark football humour because Matt's football team Arsenal had lost their match in an embarrassing way that weekend, perhaps. But when he confirmed it was true, my mind and body went into some sort of state of shock, I think. Over the weekend, I thought I felt okay, but really my body was refusing to emotionally process it. As I walked into that open plan office on the Monday, a tidal wave of emotion and grief washed over me and into every sinew of my body. I spent the entire day with my bottom lip permanently trembling, desperate to try and finish conversations with people without having an emotional voice break or just out and out bursting into tears. There were several times that day and over the course of that next few days where I'd had to take myself into the toilet, lock the door and just cry inconsolably letting all of the emotion out in a place where no one would see me. I'd then wipe my eyes, wait for myself to calm down, and then sit back down on my desk and carry on with my day like nothing had happened. This was a regular occurrence for the whole of that first week, I think, after I found out, 
until the tears stopped flowing in this much volume with each trip. Sometimes I would be in my desk in the morning and my mind would wait unexpectedly for Matt to come strolling past me, put his stuff down and come and chat to me for a few minutes. Unfortunately, that never happened again. Despite me only knowing him for just four, five, maybe six months, I still think about Matt every day. Such was the impact of his loss on me. In a moment, you'll hear what his other former colleagues thought of him. You'll hear about the memories they have of Matt, his bubbly and larger-than-life personality, his ability to get on with absolutely everyone, and his willingness to always go the extra mile for you and make you feel amazing in the process. If you've experienced a sudden loss in your life or in the process of grieving right now, I hope this podcast is of help to you. This is the story of my mate, Matt. The first tribute comes from Felipe Caro, who was a designer at the company and easily the best footballer. Lunchtime six asides were normally a case of try and get the ball off Felipe if you were on the other team, and if you were on his team, it was keep calm and pass it to Felipe. Given my less than graceful football ability, a regular occurrence would be Felipe shouting at me to step up my game. Sadly, I had all the enthusiasm, but none of the skills. This is Felipe's tribute. I'm still in shock about what happened to him and that Monday morning when the news broke in the building. It was such a sad day. My main memories of Matt are, as you can imagine, football related. He was always keen to play in the regular lunchtime Wednesday sessions and was always one of the first to commit to every tackle and get stuck in. I remember some of the first games he played, he turned up in these old tatty shorts full of holes and we had a laugh with him about it. I think he ended up replacing them because in a struggle they finally ripped apart and you could actually see his pants whilst he was playing. I don't think he replaced them whilst he was playing in that game either. Like me, he was a massive Arsenal fan. We talked every week by the coffee machine about the game at the weekend and how we could fix the team. The weekend he passed away, he was the last person I saw on Friday before I left the building. As I was walking out, he was walking in. That weekend, Arsenal played Liverpool and we shaked hands and wished each other a good weekend and a good result for the team. I'll never forget that and I'll never forget Matt. The next tribute comes from Elizabeth, who worked in the facilities department. This is what Elizabeth had to say about Matt. Although Matt joined us a few months earlier, it was about three weeks before his passing that we started talking. We bonded over his daughter's hair. I even took it as far as suggesting Matt to do my hair. I loved asking him about the girls. Our conversations would always start with their hair, but Matt was a very proud dad and I could not get enough of his storytelling. There was so much love shining through the stories about his daughters. Our last conversation was on a Friday. Matt was interviewing back to back and feeling slightly stressed. I could tell by the number of times I saw him going out of the building for a cigarette. On one of those occasions, I reminded Matt that it was payday, the weather was beautiful and we had a long bank holiday weekend ahead. Like the song, I couldn't wait for the weekend to begin. I was trying to pass some of my enthusiasm onto Matt. The next thing I know, I'm back in the office. After logging in, I listened to a very distressed voicemail left on the switchboard requesting Matt's manager to call back immediately. I could tell something was wrong, but only a few of us started our day at 8 o'clock in the morning. I called right back, just to let the caller know we had the message and it would be passed on to his line manager on their arrival. Other than the extremely long journey from the office to the church, the most painful memories started right after with recruiter phone calls. Every time Matt's name was mentioned, I would just inhale and hold my breath. External recruiters would say things like, I talked to Matt last week, or I talked to Matt last month and he asked me to call him today. Having to navigate those calls was draining, to say the least. I will always cherish my conversations with Matt, 
my thoughts and prayers are with his family and close friends. My name is Sonam Kapoor and I worked with Matt at FCC in 2017 and we worked together for a period of about six months. We were both placed in the recruitment team and actually started on the same day. So we were newbies, as they say. I just thought I'd come in here quickly to say hi and obviously just share a little bit about my memories of Matt, which are wonderful. I'm actually smiling as I'm speaking because he was just a very, very smiley, happy person, as most people would probably say. Very chirpy, always had a great pair of ears for listening, great at giving advice, wanted everyone to succeed, no bitchiness, no politics. He was just sort of what you see, what you got. Always came in with like the biggest smile in the morning, always wishing and greeting everybody, had a massive passion for food, was always buying people food, was always getting people to try his food. Such a unique character. I mean, this just rolled at the tip of my tongue right now, to be honest. Just some of the memories I've got of Matt. And it was interesting because he was about 10 years older than me uh, when we were working together. And we got on like, some days he just felt like a little bit of a little brother. Some days he felt like an elder brother. Sometimes he felt like my best mate. And he sometimes was a bit of a granddad. Like he had just so many different flavours and just shades and all just fun. He was such a vibrant person. That's exactly how describing. He could just be anybody and everybody. And he was everybody's mate and he liked everybody. I never heard him say a bad word about anyone. And like I'm saying all these good things about him rather than discussing the sad part of obviously which was him passing away because that's kind of just how I remember him. Obviously him passing away, I mean, if I was to speak a little bit about how it affected me. I remember I came in one morning and I'd just come back from a holiday in Malta and I was given the unfortunate news by our manager, which uh, was very difficult to digest. So I went home that day and didn't come into the office for a few days as uh, it was a bit of a shock. Well, not a bit, it was a massive shock. Um... He's one of the guys that you kind of, you know, when they say God takes away good people, and it's a massive cliche, but if you think of Matt, you, <laughs> you know, that couldn't be more correct. Um, and you just couldn't really understand the sort of fit, young, healthy guy suddenly passing away. Just makes me feel even a bit sad talking about it now because uh, you're always trying to remember him in a good light. But yeah, he was um, an absolute gem. And I know he had two young stepdaughters who he loved to bits. Um, and you talk about them a lot as well. And uh, just had so much to give. And I think he did definitely go before his time, but just left everyone with so many amazing memories. I know wherever he is right now, he's smiling, smiling and cheering on everyone. And uh, yeah, it's definitely a great soul that is greatly missed. So yeah, cheers to you, Matt. I think Matt was such a good guy. I mean, I remember really fondly our lunchtime football kickabouts every Wednesday having a really good group of people I think there were four or five other mats that moment in time so we always had good laughs about that and you know there was this great time which I think everyone remembers where Matt who was a pretty impressive defender pretty imposing sort of somehow managed to start off with a small little nick in his shorts that by the end of the hour running around had become a tear like completely down the whole thing so he was just essentially running around in his underwear and he was just absolutely cracking up about it didn't even occur to him to go and um you know maybe get another pair of shorts or anything like that or even just to go back to the office and and give up on on the uh, game he was just always full of beans and good energy really i think his passing had a massive impact on me because it wasn't always the easiest place to work 
and gave me a lot of perspective on what was important in life. You know, we're more or less the same age, similar situations in our life. And yeah, well, I actually quit six months after that the place that we were working together and left the country to go and travel a bit, spend some time abroad, kind of <laughs> reassess priorities and that kind of thing. I would say that the biggest influence in in that or in in taking the leap really because i think it's something that you can think about about you know what's important and things but then when something like that happens and you just think that there's no reason why that couldn't have been me then it really helps you to uh, to make important decisions yourself and then you know i like to think that, that now having had that opportunity to reassess priorities and things like that i'm living a life that's slightly different to to how i was living it in 2017 around that time so yeah i think i know he's sorely missed by everyone that that knew him he's well remembered and i think he's had a big impact on a lot of us well that's all the tributes i had from people who wanted to share their favorite memories of matt and how his passing impacted their lives. As you can tell, Matt was universally loved, popular, and definitely a larger-than-life character. Matt touched the lives of so many people who didn't contribute to this podcast, and he had nothing but love and warmth for everyone he met. In the course of writing this pod, it's awakened more feelings and emotions that I had about Matt's passing that I've probably never really addressed before. I guess one of the reasons Matt's death affected me so deeply and so profoundly is because, in many ways, I saw so much of myself in him. The way these tributes have described him share so many commonalities with my character and my personality. The way he carried himself, the way he spoke to people, and the way he simply lived and loved life to the fullest is something I hope people would ascribe to me too, in some ways I guess. Perhaps because of our age difference, Matt was probably 12 to 13 years older than me at that time, maybe I subconsciously saw the person I had the potential to be and the life I could lead. A comfortable and secure job I was happy in, loving children, and a sense of peace and self-confidence that I was far, far away from having at the time. Wherever Matt is, I hope he's listening to this pod. He'll probably tell me to stop banging on about him and get out there and live my life. Equally, I hope he's proud of this pod and what I've achieved since his passing. I love you, mate. I miss you, and I think about you every single day. <sighs> Maybe one day we'll meet again soon and have that football chat one more time. You're probably not enjoying how Arsenal are doing right now anyway. That brings us to the end of this story about my mate Matt. Usually I would end this pod the usual way, but I don't think that's the right way this time. If you have been affected by the issues discussed in this pod, I'll put some resources in the show notes. Matt passed away from a sudden cardiac arrest and this phenomenon affects men twice as much as women. According to the British Heart Foundation, a sudden cardiac arrest is the leading cause of death in the United Kingdom, accounting for roughly 100,000 deaths per year, with only 8% of victims surviving a cardiac arrest compared to 70-80% to of heart attack sufferers. If you know any men in your life who might be showing any underlying symptoms at all, please get their heart checked or encourage them to get themselves checked in. You never know what might happen if you leave your suspicion to chance. I hope you've enjoyed this slightly different Just Checking In pod. And please always remember, it's okay to vent. It's true.